And we're going to talk about today your place in the body of Christ. Your place in the body of Christ. So in verse 12, it says, For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. So he's, I'm going to read it again. For as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. So using a physical body uh, as an example throughout this uh, particular uh, passage, uh, the Holy Spirit is using this as an example or a, an illustration of uh, the body of Christ. So he says there's one body, it has many members, a lot of different members, but yet it's one body. So also is Christ, and uh, your physical body has many parts, many members of your body, but it's all one body. Uh, you don't go by one name for your head and another name for the rest of your body, or you don't go by one name as far as uh, who you are, you uh, call yourself whatever, let's say Catherine, <laughs> you, you say, uh, you introduce yourself, you don't say, uh, I'm Catherine, but I'm also uh, Taisha. <laughs> no, you're one person, you introduce yourself, and that represents your whole person, right? And so, uh, Jesus has uh, joined us to himself. And we are the body of Christ. And he calls us by his name. It says the whole body in heaven, uh, over in uh, Colossians, uh, uh, actually in Ephesians chapter 3, the whole body in heaven and in earth, of whom the whole body in heaven and earth is named. So he names his body Christ's body. And we are the body of Christ. And we all belong to the same body. Just like your arm and your hand belong to your body. Or just like your uh, feet belong to your body. Or just like your eyes belong to your body. Or just like any other part of your body belong to your body. There are many members of your body. And each member happens to be pretty valuable to you, right? Each part of your body is a valuable member of your body. So God has given us an illustration here that we can see that Jesus' body is made up of many members, but we're all one. I remember uh, uh, Pastor Trina Hankins, uh, when she was taking a walk in Tulsa one time, she just saw uh, Jesus, this huge Christ, Jesus, a vision of Jesus, and that he had all kinds of people in him. And so she could see their faces, all these different people. Well, there are people from all over the world that make up this body Amen. of Jesus. We're made up of many members. Praise God. So then, we are a part of the body of Jesus Christ. So our point, first of all, is that we are the body of Christ. No one individual is the body of Christ. I mean, if you uh, separated uh, your, your arm and you no longer could 
have it attached, you know, if that was the case. Uh, actually, uh, my nephew um, had that happen. Uh, he had not arm, but his finger. And uh, there's a big difference, obviously. His name is Matt. He's Tony's uh, and Shirley's son. He's a youth pastor in Alexandria, Louisiana. And, uh, but he was working on his boat, and he jumped out of his boat. But when he did, he, his ring caught, caught the, uh, something on the boat, and it ripped his finger off. So in the process, if they'd have, anyway, won't get into all the detail, they were not able to attach it, reattach it. If it had been timely and on time, they could have uh, been able to do so, but it was too late because they couldn't do it in Alexandria, had to go somewhere else. And time delays, the way it happened, um, he was not able to reattach his finger. Praise the Lord. You know Pastor Mark Hankins, and you know he's been without a thumb since he was like one year old. Uh, he got it caught in a, a chain. His brother turned the chain, turned the pedal, and his thumb got cut off in a bicycle chain. And uh, so... He's without a thumb. Well, that affects his whole life. He's always without that. And uh, so as a believer, we're never without Christ. Hallelujah. God says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So that you may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. So God says and promises to us that we will never be without Christ. Hallelujah. We'll never be without him. Hallelujah. So God is faithful. Everybody say, God is faithful. All right, so we are in Christ. We are part of the body of Christ as a universal body, meaning the body of Christ all over the world. But we're also a part of a local body. And in a local body, then we have more function. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't have a function that could affect the whole, another part of the body in another part of the world. Because God uses people to pray all the time. And so your prayers can be affecting somebody in another part of the world and uh, sometimes known and unknown, depending on if you're praying in other tongues. You may not even know who you're praying for, but the Holy Spirit is giving you utterance and so that you are praying for somebody in another country or you could be praying for a nation. You could, uh, you could be praying uh, for, uh, in, in this particular time, you could on purpose pray for Israel. And pray for safety and pray for uh, the successful rooting out of Hamas completely. Yes. Praise the Lord. And we know it has ties to Iran and other countries, but uh, the reality is they need to get Hamas out of there. Because they keep on doing things like this. I mean, when we were in Israel, they shot rockets across the border. And we had to go to... Uh, shelter when we were at the uh, at the wall at the western wall uh it's when it happened they shot, shot a rocket uh toward jerusalem and so we had to take shelter it's the only time it ever happened over there but it is a reality of what they have to deal with every now and then there's 
without any warning, they shoot rockets across the border. So now, to root it out. So prayer is a way that you can be involved with the whole body of Christ or a part of the body of Christ in another part of the world. And so God can uh, tap your shoulder, so to speak, or tap you in your heart and say, I need you to pray. Sometimes you know what it's for, sometimes you don't. So we want to be sensitive and open to prayer, right? But when it comes to the body of Christ locally, then there is a uh, function that you can have within the body other than just praying for one another. You can, which prayer would be a pretty essential part of it, but uh, we can have a functioning uh, otherwise as well. I mean, uh, we're so grateful for all of the different functions here in the, in the body at Word of Life Christian Center, and so we're going to read a little further, and we'll talk about that some. So let's go. First of all, first point, we are the body of Christ. No one, in, no, no one individual is the body of Christ. One individual is a member of the body of Christ. But we together are the body of Christ. You know, you can hear it. Uh, um, you know, when I talk to people, witness to people about Jesus, you know. Uh, some people will say, well, I, I, I'm saved, but I don't go to church, and I don't believe in church, and I don't. For some reason, they've got that stuck in their head. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's the devil, mess, you know, confusing people. But, uh, but we don't know all the background to that. But you try to help people uh, to realize that there is some validity and importance about going to church and being a part of a local church. So, you know, it's, a, it's some people thinking, you know, that, I don't really need to be a part of a local church. I just, uh, I, I need to be saved maybe, but I, I don't need to be a part of the local church. Well, that would be like your arm saying, well, I really don't need to be a part of you. You know. Well, you don't want to cut your arm off, say, you don't want to be a part. Okay. No. You don't agree with that. No. I'm sure Matt is not you know, was not happy. I know he wasn't happy about what happened and, uh, and that it couldn't, didn't get reattached. Uh, so, here we are as the body of Christ, and now it says in verse 13, for by one spirit we are all baptized into one body. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, We've all, we have been all made to drink into one spirit. So we drink from one spirit, the Holy Spirit, and by one spirit we've been baptized or immersed into one body. For the body is not one member, but many. The body is not one member, but many. For if the foot shall say, because I'm not the hand, am I not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the foot should say to the hand, I'm not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If your foot would just say, I'm not of this body, that doesn't mean it's not of this body. It just means that it said it wasn't. <laughs> right? Of course, your foot doesn't talk, but it could somehow get hurt, and it wouldn't be functioning right, right? So he says, 
If the foot shall say, because I'm not the hand, I'm not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? Which, in other words, it's the body of Christ needs you. So in, in, the foot may be thinking it's less valuable, or uh, uh, sometimes people think that they're less valuable. They're not as important, right? And so because I'm not important to the body, or I, I don't really have a function, I don't need to do anything in the church uh, or with the church. Uh, so really it's saying I am not needed. Right? Don't say, I'm not needed. No, because everybody's needed. Everybody's valuable. I said everybody's valuable. Some people have gifts differing. Of course, we all have different gifts, but everybody is important in the body of Christ. And so see yourself as important, not less valuable, and not more valuable. Amen. You may have a more notable gift where you're more visible, but that doesn't mean you're more valuable than another part of your body. Praise the Lord. And Jesus is the head of the body. Praise God. So then, don't think of yourself as less than or don't think of yourself as more than. But think of yourself as valuable to the body of Christ. And be a part of the function. Now, in verse 16, it says, the ear should, And if the ear should say, because I'm not the eye, I'm not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? So the ear may say, well, I'm not the most important part. I'm not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? Well, it is of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where were the smelling? Now, sometimes people have lost an eye or lost their sight. Well, that's a pretty big deal. Or if uh, someone loses their sense of smell, it's a big deal. You might not think much about it until you, it was not there. And so he says, if... If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where were the smelling? But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body as it hath pleased him. The scripture says you've been, your, your body was knit together in your mother's womb by God. I mean, so God had a plan. God had an original plan for man's body, and he created him. Right? He created his body and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul or life having being. So Jesus, praise God, still thinks of us, or God still thinks of us as a body. He values your body and he values every part. He knits you together in your mother's womb. So you are a valuable part of the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Because every member of your body is important. Thank you, Jesus. Every member of the body of Jesus is important, is valuable. Not more or less valuable. Valuable. 
Thank you, Jesus. All right, let's go on. But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body as it has pleased him. And if they were all one member, where were the body? But now are they many members, but yet one, or but yet but one body. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee. Nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. I mean, even Jesus is the head of the church over and over again in the scripture. You see Jesus as the head of the church. And here he's using the head. He says, even the head would not say, I have no need of you. So the eye cannot say to the hand, thinking maybe that the eye is more important. Can't say to the hand, I don't have any need of you. How many use your hands sometimes to wipe your eyes? Or... Right? Praise the Lord. Every part is important. So you need the body of Christ. Don't think of yourself as not needing others. Or don't think of yourself as them not needing you. Don't think of yourself as less valuable or think of yourself as more valuable but everybody in the body is valuable. Praise God forever. So you need the body of Christ. Nay, much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable. Now notice he said which we think. Not what God thinks, but what we think. Uh, those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor, and our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. So God lets us know, well, you take care of every part of your body. For our comely parts have no need, but God hath tempered the body together having given more abundant honor to that part which lacked. So every part is important, and every part ministers to other parts, services other parts. That there should be no schism or division in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. I said the members should have the same care one for another. No division, but valuing each one as valuable and precious to God, and that each member, we should have the same care for one another. And whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. So when one part of your body is suffering, I mean, I'm, it doesn't matter what part of your body. If, if you stub your toe, <laughs> uh, I just recently went to a restroom and and uh, the metal on the, uh, the toilet paper holder. Get personal. And <laughs> It was very sharp, and I just bumped my hand against it, and it cut my hand. Well, you know, attention goes to that. Blood's, blood's coming out, and 
You give attention to it. I mean, the smallest thing or the largest thing. So any part of your body that is not functioning the way it, you want it to function or God created it to function, at that moment, your attention. I think I told you the story where I was uh, actually loading my truck, and it has a um, little step that pulls out. You can step on it. Well, I was going around the truck, loading the truck, um, not paying attention, walked around and bumped my shin on that step. It's a metal step. It's a sharp step. And uh, I didn't, you know, cut it bad or anything, but thank, it, it just hurt. You know, you bump your shin, it hurts. I mean, I know what I'm talking about. It doesn't, I mean, it, it doesn't say, oh, that feels good, that feels good. <laughs> do that again, do that again. But every other part of my body was thinking about my shin right now. I wasn't thinking about anything else. I wasn't thinking about my back and my head and my armor. No, I'm thinking about my shin, right? So if any member of the body is suffering, then we all suffer with it. If any member be honored, all members rejoice with it. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So whether someone is hurting, we are going to suffer with that part of the body because we want healing to come, right? And if somebody gets honored, we're not like, not jealous about it. No, we rejoice. If somebody's blessed, we rejoice with them. We are happy. We're thankful. We're grateful to God that God is blessing them. Thank you, Jesus. All right, so in verse 27, it says, Now, ye are the body of Christ and members in particular. You're the body of Christ and members in particular. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 4, please. Praise God. Ephesians 4, verse 7, uh, verse 1 through 7, excuse me. Ephesians 4, verse 1. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called. He calls himself the prisoner of the Lord, not that he's in bondage, he's in freedom. He said, I'm the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called. The scripture says that our bodies are uh, the temple of the Holy Spirit, for we are bought with a price. Therefore, we glorify God with our body and with our spirit, which belong to him. So offering ourselves to him, presenting ourselves to him, and giving ourselves to him produces real freedom. Praise God. So he says, I am... I'm beseeching you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you're called. Now, he's called to be an apostle. And most of the people at Ephesus are not called to be apostles. But he said, I beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you're called. With all lowliness, this is your attitude, with all lowliness, with meekness, with longsuffering, forbearing one another in love. 
So then you are not prideful about your position, you're, you're meek, you're walking in lowliness, not that you're down about it or negative about it, it's just that you are walking in a meek attitude, a humble attitude. With long-suffering, forbearing, or bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. So in our function, then we are endeavoring to keep, uh, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the, in the bond of peace so that we are peaceful. If it is at all possible, live peaceably with all men. So how much more in the church, in the body of Christ? So, you know, you may be working with people in a certain uh, department, and maybe you get a little bit frustrated. I'm sure none of you have, but so just back it off. Just back down from that. Amen? And, and live peaceably. Walk in love. And... Be at peace with one another so that there's no division. Keep the unity of the Spirit. Because there's a way to communicate with people without causing division. There is one body and one Spirit even as you are called in one hope of your calling. One body, one Spirit. Even as you're called in the one hope of your calling. One Lord, one body, one spirit, one hope of your calling, one Lord, one Lord Jesus Christ, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all, one God and Father of all, who is above all. So he's the Father of us all. We're the body of Christ. God is the Father of us all. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is the firstborn from the dead, and he's the firstborn among many brethren. God is the Father of us all. We are called the sons of God, the children of God. So God's the Father of us all. Uh, he is above all, and he is through all. So he's working through us, and he's in you all. So God's in us, he's working through us, he's above us, he's the father of us. There's one God and there's one father. Hallelujah. And there's one Lord Jesus Christ and there's one faith and there's one body. Hallelujah. So praise the Lord. I was witnessing to someone, and I think I told this story as well. And he was not, he was kind of a little bit obstinate, and he didn't really want to receive the track that I was giving him because the way he said it, we had two sides of his family, and they both always argued about religion. And so they had different beliefs, and they were arguing and fighting about it all the time. So he was, I said, well, just take it and read it. So he took it. I mean, he was trying to give it back, you know. Just take it. 
Just take it and read it. So he took it. So I trust he read it. Trust the Holy Spirit worked with it. Praise God. So th- but most people receive it, and most people, I was just, I just prayed with two people the other day, and uh, they were delivering hay for our horses. Prayed for them, prayed with them, they got saved. Praise the Lord. So God, I believe, has a harvest out there just waiting. And most people are very open, and they're receptive some are already saved. Well, praise the Lord. Give it to somebody else. But just keep going. Keep reaching out to people. Keep telling people. Telling people about Jesus and God's love for them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So they can be a part of this body that we're talking about. Verse 7. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Unto every one of us is given what? Grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. So each person has gifts that God has given. And so with that gift is grace. In other words, God has grace for you to function in your gift. So the grace of God is on you to do what God has created you to do, called you to do, gifted you to do, and given you the ability to do. Praise the Lord. Sometimes you may feel like you can't do it or you don't have the ability, and really God has given you the ability, and it's his ability anyway, so go ahead and go for it. Amen? You develop in your gift, whatever that may be, but just do something with what you have, what you have in your hand, so to speak. Do something to serve the kingdom of God or serve people, serve the body of Christ, serve one another in love. Now go with me to Ephesians chapter 4, 16, in the same chapter, verse 16, it says, from whom the whole body Fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth. From whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies. Everybody say every joint. Every joint supplies. He uses the word joint. Do you consider that? I mean, for this part of my arm to work, here, there's a joint. And that joint has to function in order for this part to function. Praise the Lord. Some remember when my horse had steel shoes, walked across the concrete. just Just a walk. That's all I'm doing, just taking a walk with the horse on the horse. And her back feet slipped out from under and she fell down on her back like just fell back like she was sitting down. You, you follow me? Her feet slipped right up from under. Well, you know where I go. <laughs> down. So I went flying off that horse off the back. 
broke my fall with my arm and broke my arm. Well, it's was had surgery and thank God for that, but it's not exactly the same as it was before. It doesn't have the same, uh, but I can do anything I need to do with it. Do you follow me? It's, I mean, I can tell that it's, this thing was <laughs> broke and there's a piece of steel in there. And so, the function, thank God I have the function. And you use it, and the more you use it, the better the function. So then, if you have a gift, use it. And the more you use it, the better the function. Or the better the service. Or the better you're able to serve one another. Praise God. So every joint supplies according to the effectual working in the measure of every part. It makes increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. So this is something that it's, it says you edify yourself, itself in love. So this is something that works from the inside. You're in the body of Christ. I said you're in the body of Christ. I told you about Trina's vision. She saw, saw all these people's faces in this, in this giant Jesus, huge, tall Jesus. Praise God. Really, how we need to see him. We need to see him big. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. Or bigger is he that is in you than he that is in this world. In, you're in him. In him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you are complete by your union with him. We need to see God is big. We need to see God is great. We need to see God is powerful. We need to see God as one who has the ability to do what none of us can do. Thank God. And he can give us the ability to to do what he's created us to do. One of the prayers I pray often in, uh, in, the, in the scriptures in, in Philippians 2, it says that uh, God is at work in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. For it is God which works in you. For it is God. First it says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which works in you, both to will, put, make you willing, give you the will, and also give you the ability to carry out his purposes. So God is working in you. Somebody say, God's working in me, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. You know, uh, I think of Jesus, he's an electrician. He just was doing some work on, here, on the building here to get ready for a new sound uh, system, complete new sound system. Well, soundboard, not complete, but it's a lot of new sound equipment. And so we're going to have better sound. All right, so you can just have a loose wire or disconnected wire and not have lights in your house. Or you could have a disconnected wire and not have a lights in a, in a room. So 
you got to stay connected. Right? Stay connected to the power. There's a power source in the body of Christ. Jesus is the head of the church. Jesus is the power. God is the power, and the power is available. When we stay connected to that power, then the light stays on. Praise God. So it's important to stay connected to the power of God, stay connected to the body of Christ, because that's where your power gets, comes from. It's not all you by yourself. It's all God in the body of Jesus and through the body of Christ. It says, one Father of all who is above all, through all, and in you all. Praise God. So edifying itself in love, building up yourself in love. So really when, when you're building up yourself and then you go service somebody else to build up them, praise God, then we're building up the body of Christ in love. 